Welcome to this special episode recorded live at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Well, if you haven't gathered, we're not currently live at Blackpool Pleasure Beach, but we're going to go there in a second. Also, make sure you listen to the very end of the episode, because what we'll be doing is now we've been back from the park for a few days now, I'm going to reflect and uh, discuss what our highlights were from the trip. So have a listen. This is the first time that we recorded a podcast live from the park. We hope you enjoy it. Let's go to the park. Hi everyone, we're at Blackpool Pleasure Beach live and we've just been on Icon. Sam, what did you think of Icon? Absolutely loved it, you know. I think the first time I did it, I was like, mm, I wasn't so keen. That was last July when we came and now it was really good, really forceful. I got the, got the tummy things going on. You can hear it there going right behind us. I thought it was great. What a great ride. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. And we're not here just with Sam, we're also here with Brett. How are you doing, Brett? I'm good. How are you? You all right? I, yeah, I'm good, thank you. First time I've actually seen both of you guys in person, so it's quite cool. Uh, and this is my first roller coaster in like nearly two years, so uh, I, it actually scared me quite a bit, to be fair. Um, but we did the back car, and it was far more forceful than I remember it being. Uh, I, I, we had the argument, me and Ryan, about it saying, oh, front's best, no, back's best, but... He might have he might have persuaded me with the back right there. What did you think of the uh, hang time? Because we think someone uh, lost a phone. We thought it was your phone, but it wasn't, was it? We definitely saw a phone just fall to the ground and just shatter into a thousand pieces. I tell you what, you, you, they're not lying when they say don't bring in loose articles because I tell you what, that coming off of that kind of non-inverted, inverted, as an argument there, the Immelman uh, on that coaster. It definitely provides a lot of hang time. I'd say you're hanging for at least two seconds, and it's 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 a really fun moment. So yeah, a phone smashed to the ground, and the poor owner must have thought, ah, oh, I was that guy. Yeah, so unfortunately there is a lost phone on on Icon now. So we're hoping that the big one's going to open at some point. We're not entirely sure because it was closed yesterday for some reason. There's no wind today though, so fingers crossed we get to go on the big one. So we're going to try and find Charlie because we're not entirely sure where he's gone. Once we find Charlie, we'll uh, introduce you to Charlie as well. I come out here to go. Never say no to a ride and I come, is it? All right, Charlie, come over here. Come over here, we're doing it. All right, Char- uh, we've bumped into Charlie now. He's been wandering around outside the Icon shop. We've had a really close look at the uh, Icon model. Um, S- Stephen took it... Stephen were really kind and took it down for us and we've had a, we've had a look. So, Charlie, welcome to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. It's great to be back. Very good to be back after a year. I think was this was this last park I went. No, it wasn't last park I went to. Last park I went to was Fort Park, but I was here shortly before that. 
So you were here, you were here opening day last year, though, weren't you? I was. So how does the weather and the crowd compare to this time? Well, February last year. I think it's drier than uh, than last year. Yeah, I think it were a bit bit a uh, bit drizzly that day. Last time I came, unfortunately, it were windy. So no big one. It were a great day. Don't get me wrong. It were dead quiet. We're like you get twelve rides on Icon on your own in a row. Nobody in station. Raymond were here. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, no, I bumped into Raymond. Oh, I've not <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't know if you've heard, but apparently the big one is experiencing technical difficulties. Yes, yeah, and it's going to be down for the rest of the week, apparently. So are you sad about that? Sad face. I'm making a sad face, guys. <laughs> for context. <laughs> How could you actually make a sad face on audio? I don't... An audibly sad face. Well, you'd yeah. have to make a sad noise, wouldn't you? Like, hmm... <laughs> There we go, that's audio magic, is that? Audio magic. Audio magic. Right, let's carry on. So we're currently making our way through the Nickelodeon land, which is rumoured to be going back to being the uh, home of the beavers. So it's going to be Beaver Creek. What do you think, Sam? Do you think it needs a bit of a, a bit of a spruce up? Are you telling me you're taking me to Beaver Creek? Yeah, this is, this could be Beaver Creek once more. What do you what do you think, Brett? Do you think it'd be a good move if it went back to being Beaver Creek again? Yeah, I don't think. I mean, they obviously have a lot more rides here, so they'd have a a, a hard time to retheme them back to the similar themes that they used to be, but. I think a lot of people miss the Beaver Creek and the the Bradley Beaver and stuff, so. It'll be nice to see it come back. However, we were talking about this on the way here. I think this is the best version of any kind of Nickelodeon area I've seen. It, it's just really nice. It's got a nice charm to it. Well, it, even the uh, the versions in New York, in the Mall of America? Yeah, I think the, it's, it, the Mall of America one feels quite cold. This one feels a bit more kind of uh, nice to walk around. I think, I think it fits nicer inside an outside theme park, doesn't it? I mean, when it's inside a shopping mall and things, it's very, very clinical almost, and everything's very kind of, as Brett said, very cold and very airy. Here, because you're an outside, you're in a natural theme park space, it, it fits well. Sure, they're flat rides and a travelling um, log flume and a little a couple of coasters, but but it fits nicely within the area and is a good asset and IP to have at Blackpool Pleasure Beach and. We haven't seen Nickelodeon anywhere else in the UK industry so far, so I think it makes them stand out. Yeah, definitely makes them stand out. It'd be a shame to go, wouldn't it? Charlie? Yes? What's your favourite ride in Nickelodeon land? In Nickelodeon land? Ooh. Ooh. I, I do like that tiny little log flume. What, the uh, the Rugrats uh, Lost River? Yeah, you've got to like that. That is like a, a comically small log flume. I remember when they used to have the big flume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big flume where, where Infusion is now. Yeah, well, yeah. well, that's the point. Do you think Infusion or the log flume, do you think they should have kept the log flume? I, I liked the log flume, but I could see how it was quite old. It was probably reaching the end of its operational life in, a, in an awkward area to repair it. So I, I don't have anything against Infusion. I mean, it used to be down at Southport. It used to have the very appropriate name of Traumatizer. Yeah, 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 because it was sponsored by Tizer, wasn't it? It was. Right. Okay. I don't know what I think. Are we go? Are we going on the uh, on John's choo choo train? Let's go on, John. Let's see John. Let's go and see John if it's about. Yeah. Let's go. We've just been on the uh, Wallace and Gromit ride, and we're waiting for the Pleasure Beach Express. Hopefully, I'll be able to share with you some sights and sounds. I was watching uh, Brett and uh, Sam during the Wallace and Gromit ride. You look really excited at some of the scenes. What 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 would you say are your favourite scenes within the uh, Wallace and Gromit ride? The, the rocket scene with the mice putting all their sunglasses on, I absolutely love that little touch. I think that 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 and the were rabbit at the end always actually scares me. Am I like? Oh, I've admitted that now. Do you know what's going to happen now? Uh, next time someone puts a scare attraction together, they might put a were rabbit in it. Because you know, when you do one for Mikey, you have to put snakes in it or a snake counselor, maybe. I wasn't sure if no, he was. Is, is he scared of the snake counselor? Counselled by a snake, he was, wasn't he? Okay. Oh, so the snake itself had a psychiatry degree. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It wasn't very clear. We'll have to ask him, won't we? Yeah, we'll double check that one. 
Sam, what was your favourite part of the Wallace and Gromit ride? For me, Ryan, I love the scenes where you go through their houses um, and you go through Wallace's house. So there's a moment when I think it's Gromit is getting chased by the penguins and they're kind of doing a circle above you. I think that's really nice. And when the, the sheep as well are also over, over the bridge, those kind of moments are really nice because you get that great uh, moment of uh, compression and expansion. So whenever you see any kind of theme park ride, you always get a moment of where you're getting compressed because you're passing underneath something to open up a big reveal um, and I love it and there's lots of those moments in that dark ride in general it was great to ride a ride with Brett to be honest and for us to be sitting there having a nice little moment with a with a world-class model I must say you know it was great, <laughs> it was great. I have to say as well this uh, recording outside seems to work quite well because Sam's not sworn yet so that so yeah so Right, Charlie, do you think that the Wallace and Gromit ride was a good investment for the park or do you think it's a little bit of a weird investment because it's not as well known as some of the other IPs perhaps in some parks in, in Europe perhaps? Uh, well, it's a British IP though, you see, so it fits Barnsley, not Barnsley Pleasure Beach, Blackpool Pleasure Beach, Barnsley Pleasure Beach. I'm going to open that up next year if we're doing well, you know. Uh, I'll have it coming off, you know, we'll have one called the bigger one. It'll be coming off at Premier Inn at top. That'll easily be 220 feet. We'll beat this one, no worries. Um, yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah, I think it fits really well in at uh, Blackpool Pleasure Beach because it's a British IP and, uh, you know, I like a bit of Wallace and Gromit and a bit of cheese. I'd like a bit of cheese, Gromit. So Let's have a bit of cheese. <laughs> We are all here on the Pleasure Beach Express. We have been welcomed aboard, of course, by John, the driver. We're going to make his way around the queues now. If anybody is waving in those queue lines, it'll be at him and not at us because he's the driver. <laughs> it's beautiful, that's right. He does like to remind us of that, doesn't he? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so here, here, I'll turn you around. We'll do a bit of...
right, Sam, tell us about your first ride of the year on your favourite coaster, your number one coaster in the whole wide world. That is the Grand National, of course. How did it go? I mean, it was fantastic, I have to say. You know, uh, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't quite say it's my absolute number one out there in the entire world, but certainly it is up there in my favourites in the UK. It is outstanding. Um, I went on it with Brett. I was blessed to be next to Brett. And we had such a giggle together, flying over those turns and over those uh, hill time. Oh my God, that was awful. Oh, that, that, is that what the big one? Flying over, flying over <laughs> those hill time. <laughs> yeah, you know, Ryan, it was amazing to get back on the big one. Oh my God, I went on the bloody big one. Yeah, Ryan, it was amazing uh, to get back on Grand National. You know, I definitely wouldn't say it's my, my, my favorite coaster out there in the world, but it's certainly one of my favorite wooden coasters here in the UK. And it, is, it was fantastic. I was blessed to be sat next to Brett and we had such a giggle together, flying over those airtime hills. It was, uh, it was such, a good, it's such good fun. I'm just, it's just a shame you didn't get, your, get, 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 get yourself on it. No, unfortunately, I'm, I'm retired from the Grand National now. Brett, do you think you get into a point where you may be retired from the Grand National? Yeah, probably. Yeah, actually, yeah, maybe five years from now. I can see myself doing what you did and filming us from the sidelines. <laughs> it, it's brutal, but it's so much fun. It's like the worst kind of pain. No, the best kind of pain. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a giggle. Yeah, it's just it's, one massive giggle. Well, I felt about retiring from the uh, Grand National last year when it did the unprovoked assault on my knee the day before I went to Alton Towers. But, you know, I'll, I'll still go on it. I've still got it yet. Brilliant, thanks. Okay, all right, well, from one Woody to another gonna go on the big dipper still hoping to get on the big one fingers crossed it's it's teasing us it's it's testing teasing us but uh yeah hopefully we'll get on it before the park close So despite watching someone lose a phone on Icon earlier, Sam decided to then wear his hat on the steeplechase and he's, he's lost his lucky hat. Are you, are you sad about losing your lucky hat? Uh, Ryan, honestly, I'm devastated personally. I absolutely <laughs> love my lucky hat. Hopefully, I just need to speak to guest services and I'll get it back, which their customer service here is outstanding, so hopefully I'll get it back. But RIP, Pink Hat, hopefully I'll see you soon. I love you, Pinky, if you're out there. Stay strong. <laughs> oh, there it is. No, it's, it's not. It's somewhere over there. <laughs> and we've got the Nemesis waterfall on over there. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? See, they can run it here, but they can't run it at Alton Towers. It makes no sense at all, does it? Just, just going past the big one's beautiful new track.
No, we'd, yeah, but we're going uh, a bit of a loop around the station, aren't we? Oh, I've got, oh, okay. So yeah. this, so this is the track here way. where we came, yeah? And then we turn around. A figure of eight. Shot at revolution here. There we go. So it's the end of a day, a sunny, warm day at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Brett is predictably in the shop, eyeing everything up. Uh, Charlie's gone on Icon. I think he said he were going to get on the front row. Have you had a good day and what have your highlights been, Sam? Yeah, yeah, I've had a great day here. It's been so much fun. My highlights are probably getting back on the Grand National um, and actually just experiencing and appreciating some of Blackpool's awesome, awesome dark rides. We literally just finished River Caves as our kind of final ride and I totally forgot how impressive that was as a dark ride. I mean, that, that those moments, for, for any of you who haven't been on the ride, you, you go through this like Egyptian-style, pyramid-style uh, scene and you essentially kind of go through the the Valley of the Kings, I think they call it, and you move through these uh, pyramid sort of facades that, that the gap kind of closes in and gets shorter and shorter before you get this beautiful moment of expansion out into this large sort of showroom area with these really in-depth um, pyramids and, and, and Egyptian sets and uh, uh, sort of mummy cases and everything. It's fantastic. So I was I, I forgot how amazing that was. And in general, just being in the park today has been really nice in the sunshine. It makes a makes a nice change. So, Ryan, I've had a great day. What about you? What are your highlights? Yeah, I think, uh, well, I think my highlight was probably going on Revolution again. Really enjoy Revolution. Uh, really enjoy going on the River Caves, I think. I don't know. It's too, too many things to pick as the highlights, I think. I, did, I didn't go on the Grand National because I've, I've retired from the Grand National. <laughs> Um, I didn't go on Infusion today um, and unfortunately we didn't actually get to go on the big one even though it was testing we didn't actually get to go on so that was a bit of a shame I was just thinking though we've actually had better weather today than we did actually in July so what, what's your impression of Blackpool do you think it's a, a lovely sunny place and do you recommend that everyone should visit <laughs> I think that's, that's very dependent on when you come I mean we came in July and I was thinking it was going to be sunny and that was my first time here and it was raining all day um, so to now for it to be sunny in, in the sun it's stunning no I, I think in general it's, it's a great place and it's it, whatever you imagine Blackpool to be I can guarantee it will be just that but those of you that used to play Roller Coaster Tycoon it is just like that it is like every single roller coaster crammed into one small tiny park it's just it is amazing and it's you know yes it's not the most themed place but it is our amusement park and we should be proud of that because it's home to some incredible coasters and theme park history which is awesome so yes i recommend it highly rain or shine come along to blackpool come on to blackpool So Brett has now joined us from the shop. He's, he's clutching items. What, what, what have you got here, Brett? I've got the, uh, the new Coaster Dynamics Nano Coasters. They're the metal kind of models. I've got one of the big one. They do one of Icon as well. Um, but at $29.95 each, uh, yeah, I was, I was limiting myself to one. Uh, and i got a Valhalla hat, which I haven't seen this on the online shop yet. So I, th I thought it was quite a nice one. Got like a silver logo on the front of it. Pretty happy. Add some hat collection. And Brett, is, uh, you, you're repping Valhalla today, aren't you? Because you've got the Valhalla jumper on as well, I think yeah, that's the oh jumper. Yeah, so, yeah, I've got this, this Valhalla jumper that was back from, like, 2000. So, I'm, I'm proper repping the retro, the retro merch today. So, what's been your highlight at Blackpool Pleasure Beach today, would you say? Oh, that's a tough one. I absolutely loved Icon. It, like, beat any expectations I had from last year. We've just done River Caves, which was awesome. Um, it, it's probably the most underrated ride in the UK. The theming in there is incredible. Uh, and Grand National, you know, we, we went three rounds and lost quite badly. That was fun. Uh, I don't know. I, I just All the rides here at Blackpool make you brace at all times. You, you, you sit down on a ride and you just go, oh, this is going to hurt. But it's just so, it's so much fun. So I, I can't decide. I think Icon at the start of the day was, was, was a good one. 
So, Sam, um, last time we came to Backpool Pleasure you weren't a massive fan of Icon. Would you say that you've changed your mind now? You know, Icon is quite iconic for the UK. I will say that. Um, when I when I first came in July, I was really underwhelmed. It had been I'd been subject to the hype monster that is the UK theme park enthusiast scene, and everyone was going on about it, being like, "Oh, it's the best thing since sliced bread." Um, at to which point I turned around and said, "Well, I kind of prefer buns, actually." You know, um, but but uh, you know, trying <laughs> trying again. And, and coming on it now you know, and not having that almost expectation and rewriting it again has been fantastic and it is I can now appreciate it yes it's not the most intense multi-launching but it's very good and I enjoyed it it's still not the not like doesn't sit that highly on my list but in terms of how it sits here in Blackpool it complements the park and it's a great fun addition yeah thanks very much Sam right okay so I think we're going to try and catch up with Charlie but I'm going to just do... I'm not sure if I'm going to... Oh, here he is. Here's Charlie. Charlie's heading towards us now, having ridden Icon. I like these um, these Pleasure Beach um, flags are nice. Charlie, you've joined us. You've just had a final ride on Icon, your first ride on Icon of 2021. How was it? It was a very good ride. I was on the back row. It was uh, it was nice. I got some good airtime on the uh, on the top part, and then uh, wove around some corners. Tried to touch the track on the corkscrew because you got to try and touch the track. And uh, yeah, nice nice bit of airtime on the uh, what's it called Junior Immelman, the inside out top hat. Well, that's what it, you pop out at top, don't you? So it's, it's inside. It's like an inside out top hat, isn't it? Not an inside top hat, that's why it just goes round like that. It's an inside out. That's what I'm calling it anyway. I think it's a junior Immelman, somebody said, but it's inside out top hat. Brilliant. Well, you've heard it here first, an inside out top hat. As Sam would say, that is a great high hat. Uh, <laughs> high hat and hill times. That, yeah, hill plenty, time. plenty of hill times to be had on Icon, as Sam would say. Okay, so there we go. So... There we were, live at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I'm joined here by Brett and by Sam. Say hello, Brett and Sam. Hello, Brett and Sam. Hi, Sam and Brett. <laughs> hello, how, hello. How are you, Ryan? You okay? I'm good, thank you. And I'm just reflecting on a, a, a very exciting, a very sunny, warm trip to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. So we've had a few days to reflect now from our trip over to Blackpool. So... Brett, uh, what what were your overall impressions from uh, our visit to the park? I don't think I could have asked for a better first day of theme parks. Really, it was it was so nice. It was really nice going around the park with you two. First of all, really enjoyed it, um, and I think we went on Icon first, which was far more intense than I remember it being. Uh, so that kind of bumped it up my list a little bit. I think it was quite uh, it was quite. A nice, quite a nice surprise. Uh, the park wasn't even that busy either. We got on most things within like ten minutes. Uh, we got on everything we wanted to go. Sadly, the big one wasn't open, but uh, we saw it testing. I think it did open the day after, if I'm right, or, or or two days after. Yeah, I think it actually opened the next day. They were they were testing it while we were there. From what I understand, I think they could have maybe opened it that afternoon. But I think they probably made the decision not to do that, and it, it did open the next day. And uh, as far as I'm aware, it's been open ever since. I don't think it's had any more downtime, so that's good because we were originally told it was going to be down for the the week potentially. So great news that they got it back up and running. Yeah, the the park was open from eleven till five, which I did find was uh, was a bit odd hours because normally you have a you know uh, a ten o'clock opening or ride opening at ten o'clock. Uh, and then at closing at five, with it being such a nice day, we definitely could have had an extra hour to get you know those extra rides in that we might have wanted to do. Uh, I think that extra one or two hours really would have made the day absolutely perfect. One thing I do want to say, I don't know, I can't remember if we mentioned it much in whilst we were around the park, but the staff at Blackpool Pleasure Beach were just incredible. I, I really hope someone 
higher up in Blackpool is is listening to this podcast and and is able to to hear our thoughts on how amazing the staff were. They they were probably some of the the best theme park staff I've ever come across in the UK. Yeah, and um, Stephen in the Icon Shop gave us a bit of a closer look at the the Icon Train that they may or may not be selling, and we had a really good chat with Stephen. Um, I had a good chat with um, someone in the Kiss Me Quick store. I didn't get a name, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, every time, and also John, not to mention John, who's normally driving the train, and we saw him uh, managing the Avalanche queue in the morning. So yeah, fantastic staff as usual. Sam, uh, so what were your overall impressions then from the park? Do you know, having been to Blackpool only once, and Blackpool has always been this this far off destination for me, and still is really. It was amazing to get back to it all, but I think what made it so good was not only was it peak conditions, right? It was amazing. It was so sunny. It was gorgeous. But the fact that we were able to all get together after doing in doing this podcast for a year like here we are three random enthusiasts that kind of came together during a global pandemic through the love of roller coasters and theme parks and we actually got to do this thing for real we finally got to get on some rides together we got to get some coasters together we got to spend the day and record an episode and just have fun doing and doing what we love and that was just great it was so good to finally be with you boys and to get on some rides and and just have a giggle all day and that was that that was the highlight for me really um having said that if we want to if we wanted to go into highlights revolving specific attractions i've actually got a newfound love for the river caves i've always been a dark a dark ride fan right i've always loved a dark ride whether it be a boat ride or a dark roller coaster or whatever but it was only until that was our last ride and I really took it in and looked at all the attentions detail and the theming and especially the way, and I mentioned this on the podcast, but the way that the pyramid uh, scene really almost collapses you in and makes you feel claustrophobic like you're going on this mad adventure. I, I was blown away almost all over again. You know what I mean? It was amazing. So to me, that, that, that was in terms of a ride highlight, it was probably that was fantastic but in general just being with you lads and and seeing you all and recording your podcast and of course charlie was there and it was great to see charlie and um yeah i can't echo enough what you boys said about the staff they were unbelievable generally the friendliest kindest and best set like nothing was too too out of their way to do you know what i mean um like you you fellas mentioned i, I wasn't there in the icon shop unfortunately but um in general just a really happy day everyone's the general atmosphere around the park was that everyone was so pleased to just be either back in their jobs if they work there or for us fans to be at the park so there was this massive uh air of euphoria which was amazing so it was lovely really enjoyed it and if you now um you've now got a new appreciation for icon because you weren't a, a massive fan when we went in summer last year but I think you were saying that you you now got a bit of a new appreciation for Icon, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I remember, yeah, I remember we came off Icon. So I, I, I was, I was subject to the hype train in July. Everyone was like, "You've got to ride Icon. Icon's the best thing ever." Ryan was like, "Icon, yeah, Icon, Icon, do it. Raise your hands at this strange <laughs> point, and you get some airtime." Um, so I was, I was really excited to do Icon, and I was really disappointed in July. Having said that, um. We did it on the back, and it was actually a load of fun. I think, Brett, wasn't that your first coaster in two years? And we, both of us, were kind of giggling and laughing away and flying around the track. And, yeah, actually, to be fair, I'll give it to you. After that second launch, you get some serious ejector airtime, which was fun. But I just find the snaky bit at the end quite boring. But today, to be sat next to Brett after all this time and experience him going on his first coaster in two years was, was awesome. It was really nice to get on on a coaster for the first time since was it I think September October 2019 was the last time I went to a theme park. Um, so it was so nice to be able to get on a ride and kind of share that with you guys as well. Um, what I did find was after having not gone on kind of any major rides in so long, that I'm like scared of roller coasters. What's what's this about? I I 
the the airtime, the kind of top hat element on Icon proper got me. I was I think I nearly lost my voice. Uh, I to be fair, if anyone knows me, especially anyone in scare attractions that might be listening to this, they know how easily I can get scared anyway. But uh, yeah, it turns out even even kind of heights on roller coasters are starting to make me a bit nervous now. But that's great. I absolutely love that feeling. Um, I think if I was to ever just completely lose that feeling, then you'd become kind of desensitized and wouldn't enjoy it as much. Were you a bit nervous before getting on the ride or just during? I think it was just during it. I was fine. I'll be honest, launch coasters, not that I say that the Icon has a patch on, you know, uh, an Intamin hydraulic launch or anything like that. Um, Launch coasters generally make me quite nervous anyway. But I think once... The actual launch was fine for Icon because, you know, it, it it's like the staff have had to push you to start with. Um, but, yeah, what the actual kind of elements, there was a few bits where it was really, really quite thrilling and I was, was pleasantly surprised. Did you... Um, did you what is it about being launched that makes you nervous? Is it the anticipation of when you're going to go or is it the feeling of of the g's hitting you that does it for you what is it specifically so i know if i go on say stealth and rita they're the ones that that make me kind of proper just lose all sense of everything (laughs) um i think the actual initial launch is fine i know the last time i went on rita i was trying to work out what it was that scared me about a launch and it turns out that it's about halfway down the launch is where I really go, oh my God. So I think it's that, not the initial acceleration, but when you hit that, you know, 60, 80 mile per hour, where where you get that that, that final big boost of, of uh, energy. I think that's where it starts to get me. So I think it's the actual instant acceleration that gets me, which is why I wasn't so bad on Icon with it. Uh, but the... I don't think you could you'd ever beat the hydraulic launches on the older Intamin coasters. I have to say we were we had some serious coaster time together, Brett, on that, on that day. Because so I was a bit disappointed in Ryan because Ryan has now retired from riding the Grand National, and the Grand National is one of the most classic. I'm going to use the word mature um roller coasters that we've got probably in the uk and rightly so it's it's rickety right it's rickety and bumpy but you get to sit in a lovely cushioned seat anyway ryan has retired from doing that and so brett thankfully uh came along for the ride and the two of us i tell you what we were absolutely wetting ourselves laughing flying around the track (laughs) it was great fun you get because you you almost have have these moments when you think it's almost going to kind of derail because you you fly over those airtime hills you go up and then you crash back down at the bottom of the airtime hill and then fly back up again and then crash back down and you just if you look ahead into the um to the people that are sitting in front of you in the rows ahead it's like their heads are like loose and gone and wobbling in ping pong balls because everyone's heads just whoa 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 you know just flying everywhere Ah, it's great fun. I, so I, Brett, find, I find it amazing that it stays on the track. It's some unbelievable engineering, I think, that keeps it on the track. <laughs> I think it's the closest thing to magic I've ever seen that keeps something on the track. The, it, it just... How is just some nails keeping that together? It's, it's so brutal. <laughs> In the best way. Uh... I don't know. You couldn't re-ride it forever, couldn't you? You wouldn't. You wouldn't sit on it five times in a row and go, "Oh, can we go again?" There's no queue. I don't. Don't think you could physically do that without maybe getting hurt. <laughs> I would. I would absolutely do that challenge. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just. I don't know why. I find right the watching Ryan on whenever you get to watch Ryan on wooden roller coasters, it is so funny. Like on the Big Dipper. Um, First of all, Brett, do you want to just explain what happened on the Big Dipper? So it was the the second drop, so after the first kind of airtime hill on on the Big Dipper. And 
I don't know if our restraints were a bit looser than we expected. Uh, but we we were thrown out. We were on the very back row, and we were thrown out to the point that that at the same time, me and Sam looked at each other and said, "Oh my God, we've just stood up." <laughs> it was absolutely bonkers. I'm serious. I'm serious. It was mad, but that was wild. But then almost what's even a bit funnier than that is just watching <laughs> Ryan's dismay of where he's sort of got one arm sort of perched up against <laughs> perched up against I, the, I have a, I have a technique. Train. I have a, I have a, yeah, because I have a technique with, with the Big Dipper because I know I, I know where all the pinch points are on the ride and I know to prepare myself and to brace and to you know to get myself into the corner a little bit I I, I know all this stuff I've ridden it so many times you just see his head you just, you just see Ryan's, <laughs> Ryan's body and head just woof, like oh just making all these faces he's just not not enjoying a single moment it's so funny the, uh, the big dip, the big dipper is only 3 years off being 100 years old it's the 10th oldest roller coaster in the world yeah crazy. well yeah, well, not in its original form, but yeah, most yeah, of it, yeah, yeah. In terms of in terms of it being there as the Big Dipper, I guess. But uh, it got, I think it got rechanged to its current layout in 1963. Yeah, because I think it was a, originally a kind of switch, wasn't it? A switchback, and it's, it became like an out and back. They put in the, the whole turnaround section, didn't they? I think that's. How they I think it, it used to be more L shaped than it is now. Mm. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, I think it got re- redone by. I can't remember his name now, um, but I think it was in the sixties. And yeah, to to find out that it's it's basically a hundred years old is is just crazy to think that it's there. And it was built on sand. Yeah, there, yeah, well, there wasn't anything else there. <laughs> no, and and you can find pictures of it literally on the beach. You know that and the flying machines and the um, the rainbow wheel as well, which is something we'll have to have a look at in a future video episode, I think, because that is a crazy, crazy attraction that's not there anymore, but it looked great. <laughs> you just brought up the flying machines. One thing was, was quite nice. I didn't even realise that it was brand new, uh, but in the Kiss Me Quick shop, they now have a window uh, with all the... So, so you can view all of the mechanical parts of, of the flying machines, which is which is really nice. I, I love that Blackpool embraces... The, the older stuff and they know that what they have is is uh, oh, okay actually no I've just ruined my, my own thought process by saying that they just knocked down the wild mouse but um, <laughs> they they do understand that what they have is is essentially a national treasure you know these these are listed buildings essentially yeah and you know I don't know if the the Blackpool Pleasure Beach one was ever set up like this but they had one I think at Crystal Palace um, down near London. And the the flying machines were originally built with a kind of wing on them. And you could kind of change the direction of the wing, which would dictate how high it would actually swing. So (laughs) you can imagine this. I mean, you know, every time I go on the flying machines, I'm always thinking, oh, this is a lot faster than what I thought. Can you imagine trying to move around some actual wings on it and just like moving up and no down? No way. Especially if it's windy. Can you imagine right at a 90 degree angle, just whizzing around right on the side, banking all the way? Yeah, that would be that would be wild. I love the flying machines. They always look so nice, especially at night time. Yeah, and, and they're a lot faster than what you think. When you look up them and you think, oh, that's quite a leisurely, a leisurely ride. But no, when you're actually up there, and especially if you're up there in the rain, then uh, <laughs> you really get pelted. Um, yeah. Mm. Okay, so before we wrap up then, uh, Brett and Sam, if people are thinking of visiting Blackpool Pleasure Beach and or maybe they've enjoyed our podcast so much that now they're inspired to go to Blackpool Pleasure Beach, what top three tips would you give to our listeners who are thinking of visiting Blackpool Pleasure Beach this year? Top tip number one would be to go to either Icon or the big one first. They seem to have the largest queues in the whole park. Uh, They do, I have spotted since the, the big one's been open the last couple of days, that the queue has been a lot bigger than the rest of the park. So Get there first and make sure you get on that and then you know 
that if if the queue's a bit longer later in the day, you know you've at least got it on the one time. So my top tip at Blackpool Pleasure Beach is take your time. Take your time to indulge. Indulge in the history. Indulge in the fact that it's such a special place for the UK and for the theme park industry. Enjoy that. Um, revel in it. You know, don't. I mean, yeah, sure, the rides are great and the, the attractions are wonderful, but also take the time to understand the... the the, the history behind all of it because it's it's a really interesting interesting park because of that and makes it really unique also take time again to sit down uh, and watch the fountains like watch the fountain shows and eat some eat some lunch or have a snack or have a beer or whatever it is take time um and on that same theme of taking time take time to do the rides that aren't perhaps the headliners right so things like Okay, I'm going to say it again, but things like the River Caves, you know, it could be perhaps easily missed amongst the, the big roller coasters that are there because there's quite a few coasters, you know, you can miss out on those things. So my number one thing is just take time to indulge and appreciate the park in all of its glory. Tip number three, perch the merch. The merch at Blackpool Pleasure Beach is probably the best merchandise you could possibly get in the UK. It, it's... They go to so much effort to make what an enthusiast would love. They have incredible detailed 3D printed models of all of the different rides. Uh, they just recently got, I bought one myself, a, a Coaster, Dyna Coaster Dynamics Nano Coaster, which are little metal uh, kind of build-it-yourself little mini layouts of the rides. They have a big one and an icon one. Who knows, they might do some more in the future. Little things like that we just don't see at Merlin Parks in the UK. And I think the more we get of things like that, the more they'll just keep producing this incredible uh, merchandise for us all to, to enjoy. Brilliant. Thanks for that from both of you. But before we finish, I think we need a, a hat update from Sam. Sam, what's the update about your lucky hat? Can you Can you reveal what's going on at the moment? So I can confirm that since visiting and stupidly losing my favourite lucky pink hat on um, the steeplechase at the top of the first lift hill, I put in a lost and found form. I went to guest services like they told me to do and they said they would do the following day, do a track walk and see if they can retrieve it. But unfortunately, alas... I've had no communication, which is so sad because that lucky pink hat is sold out everywhere. So I can't, I can't get it anywhere. Um, oh. And it's, it's my lucky pink hat because I've worn it to a lot of theme parks. And actually, I started, I bought it at the same time that we started this podcast, really. Um, and I've worn it in a lot of the videos that the video lives that we do. In fact, in almost every video live, I've almost worn it. Maybe not everyone, but almost. Um, and, and certainly most park trips that we've done have worn it. So, um, I don't know, I really relate it to the podcast and theme parks. And so that's why it's a lucky hat. So so if you're if you're from Blackpool Pleasure Beach and you're listening to this, then um we need to we need to find that hat. But um yeah, we'll we'll um just maybe just we'll... to give a description, it was a pink <laughs> It was a day social, right? Day social corduroy pink five panel hat. And you could initially buy it on ASOS, uh, but you can probably get it. I don't actually know if you, I think it's probably even sold out on a day social website. So it's day social pink corduroy five panel hat um, from Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Uh, if anyone happens to listen to this. Yeah, you will start seeing it on the side of uh, milk cartons and things like that. So so if you do see any photos <laughs> of it, keep keep an eye out. Um <laughs> yeah, I'll um I'll do a few tweets to to Pledge Beach and we'll see if we can if we can get this thing trending. Let's uh let's get this going. Let's get Sam's pink hat back on his head. And it's really weird because you, you accidentally wore it on Icon and kept it on somehow. And then you went on the dab um you went on the uh I was going to Steeplechase. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then you went on the steeple chase, and then you lost it on like an innocuous turn or something, and it's not even really going at any kind of speed. So <laughs> it was a bit, a bit unfortunate, really, and especially because we saw someone get their phone smashed in on Icon as well. I'm not entirely sure whose phone that was. I did think it was Brett's phone at first, but but it wasn't. So yeah, it was a, an unlucky day for for losing things. Unfortunately, that's the only downside to the trip. So it was a very sad day, but I'm determined to find a very similar one. So I'm going to search online see if I can find one. Hopefully, brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so before we uh, finish up, then uh, Brett, tell us all about you and where we can find you on the interwebs. You can find all my theme park related stuff at Theme Parks by Brett on Instagram, where I post all of my theme park related artwork. And now I'm going to theme parks, so I can start posting photos of us at parks, which would be nice. Yeah, and um, if you have a look on the Theme Park Loopy Instagram page, you'll see a very upset Brett who never forgets and never forgives the wild mouse. Now that it's the hub, um, it's not a big fan of the hub, so you can see that picture on Instagram. You can't replace one of the best roller coasters in the UK with a with a burger van i'm sorry and not and just get away with it never forget it's all kicking off in the hub brett you just need to get over it sam well first of all i'd like to say i actually quite appreciate the hub because i'm i am one for enjoying those fountains i really enjoy those fountains every time and they always seem to have really great soundtracks like there's forever cotton eye joe and that playing in that area so you can have a bit of a boogie while you're eating your fried chicken and a beer i always enjoy the burger van um anyway <laughs> Sorry, Brett. Um, anyway, yeah, you can keep up to date with everything going on on my side of things at Coaster Sand Blog on Instagram, where we post our opinion pieces, articles, and uh, reviews and such um, on, on over on the blog. We also run a trivia game show, uh, which is going to have new episodes coming out very soon, which you can find on our IGTV and over on our YouTube channel. And that again is just Coaster Sand Blog too. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, remember to click the follow or the subscribe button or leave us a review if you're on iTunes. But in the meantime, we'll see you again real soon.